the Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation LaunchCast, brought to you with the help of Rachel Dora Accounting in Oakland. You know, I can speak directly to Rachel's abilities, her professionalism, how easy she is to work with. She's my accountant. Rachel's focus is on helping you and your small business create a financial structure and then show you how to implement efficient systems that ultimately improve your profitability. Also, if your business is in the construction industry, you really need to talk to Rachel and about her empire method. She specializes in the unique needs of a construction business and can make it so you are focusing on your projects, not the bookkeeping that's waiting for you at the office. She also can take care of payroll, job costing, cash flow management, financial reporting, of course, tax preparation, and she's very easy to reach. Just go online to racheldoor.com. That's R-A-C-H-E-L-D-O-R-R.com and click on Schedule Consultation. Thank you for joining us on the Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation's LaunchCast. Today, again joining us, Nikki Ferguson, Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. And a special guest today, uh, George Ivanoff. He is owns the best wrestler in McClellan. A lot of the wrestlers in the area already know about this, and he has a lot of other uh, businesses going on as well that we're going to learn more about uh, George and his story and everything attached to that. But, Nikki, we want to start with you and find out what's the latest at Advanced Southwest Iowa. Uh, meetups back going along again and uh, having a great time being able to get back together with other uh, members of the community and other people that are involved with Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. Absolutely. Um, like we've discussed before, you know, we've had a lot of su- success um, kind of having some organic collaborations just from having like-minded folks in the same room, casually discussing cocktails, eating good food, um, that, you know, it's been a really great thing. And unfortunately, again, COVID took those away, but we're back in the swing of it. We had one a couple of weeks ago um, over at Tandem Works on the Hunter Block. Uh, Vivian and Michaela over there hosted for us, um, had some some snacks brought in from Viva Fit Kitchen and just some great conversations and um, yeah, so it's great to be having those again, and we'll have something on the agenda here in March, and also hopefully get something going out in the rural uh, communities as well in Pot County. Tell us a little more about the type of businesses that you help. Now, we've, we've talked about this before, but if someone has a small business and they're wondering whether or not you can be of assistance to them, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I mean, like I've said before, there is not one specific industry, one specific type one stage that you need to be at. Um, We can help anyone. We will attempt to help anyone from, you know, I have this idea I jotted down on a napkin to, you know, I've been in business for 10 years and we're looking to grow um, to nonprofits. I mean, they're really, if it's helping an entrepreneur in our community in Pot County and Southwest Iowa, we don't have all the answers, but I will do my best to find out who does and make that connection to help you in whatever stage you're at. So Pretty much anyone that wants to start something or grow something in our community, call me. I'll find you the people that can help you. What I really appreciated when I sat down and talked to you is you listened to my ideas, you listened to what I had to say, and you gave me honest feedback about, yeah, maybe this will work, maybe this won't work. Have you thought about this or that type of thing? And it to get an idea out into the open, out of my head and out into the open, and then have someone else take a fresh look at it is invaluable. And the fact that we have a resource like your office to, to be able to take advantage of. I, I'm thrilled that you guys are here. Right. And honestly, I got to give a lot of credit to the IOS Foundation. I mean, they saw this and agreed that there's something missing. And, you know, we, 
we need someone boots on the ground making those connections and not so we're not losing some of our future big growth companies that are going because they couldn't find the resources here and so they go elsewhere. The iOS Foundation had a lot to do with initially getting this off the ground and uh, we've done seen a lot of success with it in the past few years and George is one of the first people I actually talked to when before I think this even really started and got off the ground who's you know doing incredible things right here in our community and has done incredible things um, that you know maybe people don't know about and you know it's good to I definitely want to continue helping people like George and other entrepreneurs in our community. Let's find out a little bit more about George. George Ivanoff, uh, owner of The Best Wrestler in McClellan. Let's start there, uh, George. Your background is not only wrestling, it's world-class wrestling. A lot of folks already are aware of you, but maybe if, if someone is not inside of the wrestling community, they may not be. So tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, thank you, guys. First, first of all, thank you for having me on this. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. You guys are doing some amazing things, and uh, I'm really blessed to have resources like like nikki here locally in the community it's, she's been she's been an amazing help so i appreciate you uh nikki thank you but as far as me uh my background in wrestling i've wrestled my whole life i uh i came to the i'm originally from bulgaria i came to the united states when i was 16 years old and i, I ended up wrestling or and, and going to school my senior year of high school and, and i was at lewis central here in council Bluffs. so uh, i graduated from lewis central and I went on to, uh, you know, I, I wrestled for, um, sorry, at the time, I wrestled for Trevor Carrot. He was the head coach at, at Lewis Central. But uh, after that, I went on and wrestled at, at the University of Nebraska, Omaha. I was on three national championship teams. And I was actually on the last team before the program got dropped. Uh, that was my redshirt sophomore year. And so from there, I went on and wrestled at, at Boise State. I finished my degree. Um, and career out in Boise State in Idaho. And after that, I went on and uh, actually coached in college down in St. Louis at Maryville University uh, alongside Coach Danny, who was the legendary coach, right? He was a coach at the University of Nebraska, Omaha. I wrestled for him, and then I coached with him for four years. I was his associate head coach. And uh, that's where I got my master's degree down in St. Louis. And I went on and wrestled at the World Championships for Bulgaria. I was not a U.S. citizen yet. Uh, I didn't become a U.S. citizen until 2018. So I went back to Bulgaria, made the world team in 2015. And then uh, in 2016, I wrestled in the Olympics in, in Rio. What was that experience like? Unbelievable. Uh, for me, it was a dream come true. Uh, and for me, it was something that's once in a lifetime, right? Some people are fortunate to go to the Olympics multiple times, but for me, it was a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and uh, it was a dream come true, so it was, it was absolutely amazing. Tell us a little bit about the differences between, I mean, you wrestled in high school and in college in the United States, and then wrestled in the Olympics. It's different. Olympic wrestling is different than collegiate wrestling. Absolutely, yeah. So, so in college, the, the main differences are uh, here in the United States, they have something called folk style or collegiate style, and that's what they wrestle in high school and in college. Uh, international styles are freestyle and Greco, and uh, I actually, my background is more in freestyle. I grew up wrestling freestyle in Bulgaria before I came to the U.S. Uh, folk style is something that is only done, as far as my knowledge goes, it's only in the United States. So, you know, I, I had to adapt actually to that in high school and college. Uh, it was it was kind of foreign to me, but but yeah, so in the Olympics, I, I competed in freestyle wrestling, which is it's much different. And, you know, to, to compare 
the Olympics to anything else is, first of all, it's once every four years, right? And second of all is, it's not just being the best person for your country. Uh, the, the Olympics have, so, so in college, there's 10-way classes, right? And internationally, there's 10-way classes. For the Olympics right now, they bring it down to only six weight classes. So it's very competitive. And not only do you have to be the best guy in your country, but you also have to qualify your country to compete in the Olympics. There's only 16 spots for weight class right now. So, you know, at one time I was, I was, I was ranked top 10 in the world and I was, I was able to make, you know, I was able to qualify Bulgaria for the Olympics and then I was able to represent them in Rio. After the Olympics are over, you at some point made a decision to go your own business route as opposed to going back and coaching at college. What went into that decision? Yeah, that's a great question. So I was newly um, married and, uh, you know, everything, you know, when you're newly married, there's a lot of things that have to, uh, we have to adapt as a couple, right? And my wife sacrificed a lot moving to St. Louis from Idaho. She's from a small town in Idaho. And, uh, you know, I was traveling way too much because I was trying to compete at the Olympics and I was gone with months at a time. She was working two jobs while going to school. Um, I was still a full-time graduate student and also working full-time and competing full-time. So I had a lot on my plate. So after the Olympics, we made a decision to just, you know, I, I was not going to coach in college anymore. We're going to move back to where we feel comfortable, uh, which was in this area. And we're going to start fresh, completely fresh and, and see where, where it goes. And so we, we sold our house in St. Louis. We moved back to the area and I actually, we lived for a year uh, with, with Trevor Carrot again in his family, which he is, he was my high school coach. He was my mentor. He was my best man in my wedding. You know, we, we, we have a really, really gr uh, great relationship and now we're business partners, but, but, uh, we lived with them for a year until we stepped on our feet. We started a business together and, uh, my wife, my wife got a job in the area and, you know, now we're, now we're doing great, but they helped us step on our feet. Why McClelland? Why did you decide to put the facility there? That's a great question. So my 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 father moved moved back in the area, and that's a whole other conversation. I don't you know. I don't necessarily think that we have time to go into. But my dad moved back to the area, and we didn't know what we were going to do. I just knew he was a huge asset in the sport of wrestling in, in the in the in the in the Midwest. So. Um, we started looking at facilities and even talking to other clubs and seeing if we can do something to partner up. And, you know, they, they all had their own agendas and things just never worked out that way. So we knew that we were on our own and we had to come up with something. So we started looking at spaces and there were not a lot of spaces available at the time. And fortunately enough, we ran into that building in, in McFarland. It was a Masonic lodge, right? And we, we had some, we knew some people that connected us with, with uh, uh, some of the members from the Masonic Lodge. And, and uh, fortunately enough, they were willing to sell it to us. And they were excited that we we're going to bring McClellan back to life. And we we're going to, you know, have a, a world-renowned wrestling facility there. And it, it's just been amazing for the community. Let's talk about expansion. Because you are working on a new location in Council Bluffs. Now, is this going to be instead of McClellan or in addition to? How is this going to work? Yes, I, I believe this will be instead of in, instead of McClellan because uh, you know it makes sense, right? It's more centrally located. It's going to be in Council Bluffs. It's going to be right by Lake Manoa on uh, Veterans Memorial Highway there, and it, we are working on building a three full mat 
rest, Matt's wrestling facility. Uh, it's going to be an 8,000 square foot facility, which is, it's going to be great, you know, and, and I mean, we have people from all across the, the country uh, come and train with us. We have like this summer, we're going to have people from Montana, people from Alaska uh, come and train Missouri, Kansas, um, old, you know, Nebraska, Iowa, all over the area, people come and train with us. So we want to make sure we have enough space, a world-class facility. And, uh, you know, that's actually going through, it goes way beyond just wrestling. What we're trying to do with that is, you know, we have a nonprofit that is called Wrestling Foundation. And what that is based on is we want to help the community and we want to help kids. I am where I am because of the sport of wrestling. And I understand how much wrestling uh, translate into a, you know, the real world to, to life, how many, how you have to overcome obstacles. You have to be disciplined, hold yourself accountable, you know, be self-motivated, driven, um, you know, all these things that come into, into the sport of wrestling are directly relating to real life. So we want through that foundation, we want to be able to uh, provide opportunities for, for kids in the area uh, and, and use wrestling as a foundation to their life and their success. We want, you know, we want to, we have a cool, really cool statistic. Uh, my dad does. He's been in the U.S. for the last 11 years. And 100% of the kids that commit to him and his club and commit to being full-time with him throughout high school, so far, 100% of those kids have received college scholarship to wrestle in the, on the collegiate level. So that's an amazing statistic. And, and you know, we want to use wrestling to provide education for kids. You know, and they come, they become great athletes. They, they, we open doors for them. We have... I mean, we have connections with colleges all over the country. So anywhere that they want to go and compete, we want to put them, we want to, first of all, develop them to be able to do that and then put them in touch with colleges and where they can go and, and, and get their higher education. And then we actually want to close the circle. I want to create like a little bit of a, of a network with our members and the, and the local community where after that, whatever they want to do in the, in the workforce, right? If they, if they want to be an electrician or, or if they want to be a doctor, if they want to be a you know, wealth, wealth manager, whatever they want to do, I want to connect them to those people in the area and open doors for them in, in a way they can shadow or create internships or that, that type. That, that's my idea with that nonprofit. You know, I want to make it a full circle for the community. Uh, George Ivanoff, the best wrestler in McClellan, is the business. Moving to Council Bluffs, do you have a target date yet or is that still up in the air? You know, with everything that's going on in the world uh, right now, it, I cannot really have a hard date, but my goal is to be in there by, by September. I think, I think that's kind of a, you know, it's going to be tough. I, I understand that, but that's my goal. We'll see what happens. And if you're not busy enough doing all of this, which, by the way, congratulations on all the great success, not only personally, but with, uh, with the organization and the business and everything that's going on, um, it, it's thrilling to hear about this. Thank you. You're doing some other things as well. You have a software company. Yes. We, uh, that, that was actually the first thing that, that we started when I moved back to the area is we started and it's been, it's called ISOCAP, ISOCAP LLC. And we initially started with uh, selling shipping containers for biological substances, infection substances, uh, just in the regular regulatory world. Right. But that is super competitive. And we, we've pivoted since then. We've realized that we want to do something with more with a software company and still, still, you know, where we have less overhead, where we have less, less uh, inventory that we have to, you know, store somewhere. And we pivoted about four or five years ago and we started de designing this. Now it's a monster program. It's a monster software, but 
we started programming this back then, and now we have clients. We've actually partnered with with uh, Unitech in the in the in the UNMC, and we have an office there on on at the UNMC campus. But anyways, and we we have a lot. You know, we work a lot with local companies. But what it is is basically it's there's three parts to it. One, it's a project management software and internal communication for for businesses, for companies, for organizations. And, you know, you have your project management, you have your uh, SOPs, you have your uh, to-dos, daily to-dos that, that basically managing a team. That's one part of it. The second part of it is, is we have a, an LMS, learning management system. That is where we host all of our trainings, all of our safety trainings, compliance trainings. And uh, we, you know, a lot of businesses need safety training, OSHA training, ha- has, you know, hazardous training, whatever it may be. We have access to hundreds of hundreds of courses and we issue certificates we certify those employees and and then we manage we manage their training you know we, we send them notifications when it when it when they need to get retrained uh we make sure that we keep track of all the employees that are trained it just makes it a lot a lot easier for organizations to keep track and stay stay uh compliant right if they get audited with they want to make sure that they're compliant so they can avoid any fines and uh, and and again for safety reasons right they want to be safe so we take care of all that. And the third part of the software is it's a cloud-based storage, meaning we, we, uh, we're HIPAA compliant, so we can keep track of all their sensitive uh, information, documents, uh, certifications, and uh, anything that they need to upload, we keep track of, that, of it that way, um, you know, in a cloud-based storage. So it's a huge program that works great together. You don't have to, a lot of businesses right now patch up different softwares and try to make them work together. And... Zuptu is what it's called. Zuptu, Z-U-P-T-U, Zuptu.com. Zuptu is our software and Zuptu makes all this possible. It makes it very easy for a business to stay compliant and and, uh, their employees to be safe in the workplace. If someone is listening to any of what you've been talking about here today, George, and and they want to know how to get a hold of you, uh, I'm I'm sure that you've got a great online presence. Let's... uh, Give us give us those places where they can find you so they can learn more. Yes, absolutely. So the best wrestler for the wrestling, it's the website is literally it's thebestwrestler.com. Uh, they can there's a contact page they can reach out to me that way. Uh, for the IT services business, they can go to either isocapt i s o c a p t l l c dot com, or they can go check out their software which is zuptu z u p t u dot com. Um, and they can they can reach out to us that way. Now, before we let you go, jumping back to the wrestling side, for people who don't live in the state of Iowa or near the state of Iowa, maybe they're not aware of just how big the Iowa State High School uh, Wrestling Championships are in Des Moines. It is a monster tournament that features all of the best wrestlers, and these kids are a feeding ground going into the next level of, of collegiate wrestling uh, athletes. Talk about some of your kids. Tell us about some of the success that you saw coming out of your club that then was translated to what was happening on the mats in Des Moines. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, you know, the Iowa Wrestling State Tournament, a lot of people compare it to the Texas football, uh, Texas football, right? It's, it's huge. And uh, Iowa, Iowa wrestling is like, you know, the Midwest is like the, the mecca of wrestling. You know, it's, it's, it's obviously it's had, it has a great reputation, but our kids, we're actually fortunate because we're kind of on the border with Nebraska, Iowa, right? So we have a lot of kids that come from Nebraska as well. Uh, we have kids in Iowa, obviously. 
And uh, the state tournament this past weekend, uh, I believe we had altogether about, if I'm not mistaken, I think we had eight state champions between Nebraska and Iowa, and we had multiple uh, placers. And that's just on a high school level, right? But last year we had a kind of a, a great accomplishment. We had three national champions in Fargo. Fargo is the largest tournament in the world for high school. There was 6,400 wrestlers attending. Um, I mean, it's, it's just a monster tournament. And we had three national titles at that. And we're actually huge in the women's wrestling, girls wrestling. This year, girls wrestling got sanctioned in, in both, in Nebraska and Iowa. And uh, we have three national champion girls that are doing absolutely amazing. Uh, and we have multiple other girls that are state champions, state places. And so we, uh, we supported the girls wrestling a lot, for sure. My dad, actually, a little quickly background. My dad was uh, the head national uh, wrestling coach for Bulgaria for uh, cadets, juniors, and seniors age group, which is 16 and up, basically. Uh, but but then he's, he's coached in over 35 countries. He was a coach in the Olympic training centers in Africa. Uh, he's, he's developed eight different Olympians. I'm not the only one. He's developed eight Olympians and over 20 world team members in multiple countries. So... To say that he's an asset in the area is an understatement. I mean, it's, 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 you know, what we're doing at the best wrestler right now, and we're just starting, but I'm super excited to put Council Bluffs and Southwest Iowa again, kind of on the map for wrestling worldwide. He is George Ivanov, uh, an owner of the best wrestler in McClelland and also Isocap LLC. Thank you, sir, for your time. And before we wrap things up today, uh, Nikki, I want to talk with you. You don't have to talk to George very long before you find out just how great of an asset he is. And it's, it's pretty easy to see why Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation wanted him on your board. Absolutely. Um, we had some, you know, seats coming up uh, this year. And, you know, it was just an easy suggestion, you know, when we started conversations because George fills so many, checks so many boxes. I mean, obviously the entrepreneurship box, um, he's a serial entrepreneur, in my opinion. You know, he has his business located rural so he kind of checks that rural box and then of course just the young professional box so it was it was an easy easy suggestion and of course after he met with our ceo paula and you know some of the other team it was it was a no-brainer to bring him on board and really looking forward to having his his input um at our board meetings every month and honestly if you don't mind me kind of taking <laughs> taking over here for a second um a few things george you know mentioned gave me some thoughts when it comes to entrepreneurship and, you know, it can be as easy as improving a solution to an, a problem or making a whole new solution to a problem. Um, but there's kind of this idea or stigma that exists that you, you have this idea, but you keep it close. You don't tell anybody because someone will steal that idea. Right. Um, when really it's, it's not the case. I mean, I would encourage anyone, um, obviously if you have something you want kept secret, we're going to respect that confidentiality and keep things close to the vest, if you will. Um, but again, reach out. There's so many resources and, you know, the chances of someone really stealing an idea are, are pretty slim to none statistically. So, and there are so many people out there that can help you and you know, mentor you. And so again, consider reaching out to someone or finding that mentor, at least if, if it's not advanced or someone else in the community that you trust, find another entrepreneur like George um, that can help you and give you some guidance and of how to bring this to fruition. And then finally, obviously, we're at the beginning of March here, um, and George had mentioned, you know, the scholarships uh, that they've accomplished through the Best Wrestler, and 
reminded me, we do have our C scholarship. We have our pilot program, which is our student entrepreneurship ambassadors. We're launching this program to, it's open right now for another week and a half or so for high school juniors at TJAL or uh, Lewis Central. They can apply. We will pick one junior to be our ambassador for next year as their senior year, as a class of 2023, one student from each school to be our ambassador. So if you want to apply, there's, there's no need restrictions. There's no GPA restrictions. It is open to anyone. I would encourage anyone, any background, any future plans to apply. And if you're not wanting to go to college, you can also use the scholarship for as seed money for any future businesses that you might have in the works. So definitely apply for that. Reach out to me with questions. How do they apply? Is there a way to do it online or do they need to get a hold of you first? There is a link online. If all the school counselors and administrators at those three schools have the information as well, or they can reach out to me, get on our website, advancedhealthwithiowa.com. There's links, of course, on Instagram and uh, Facebook and, and all the things as well. So, And again, that's open until March 15th. We've extended it a little bit. George Ivanoff, Nikki Ferguson, thank you both for being on the LaunchCast today, and we look forward to next time. Thank you, Todd. Thank, Thank you. you very much, Todd.